Colossians chapter 2 verse 3 tells us that Jesus Christ is the fulfillment of all wisdom and knowledge. Welcome to The Reconciled Mind, the podcast where faith, science, history, archaeology, and personal testimony come together to reveal the full image of the invisible God. Each and every week, my mission on The Reconciled Mind is to bring engaging content and engage in honest and open discussion with believers in the Church of Jesus Christ today. But I just want to let everyone know as a general disclaimer that all views that are expressed on this episode and subsequent episodes that are expressed by myself are those of my opinion and the insight that the Lord has provided to me as I have studied as such from the Holy Bible, the Word of God. Hello, brothers and sisters in Christ. Welcome to what's going to be a very awesome episode of The Reconciled Mind, because today marks the beginning of a series into the world of the paranormal. And we're going to begin our discussion into the world of the paranormal with none other than the legend himself, the legendary Sasquatch, or Bigfoot. Bigfoot has captured the minds of many across the Pacific Northwest, North America, and the world at large, and we're going to be examining three distinct um, aspects of the Bigfoot theory as far as biblically-minded Christians are concerned. The first theory that we're going to examine is if Bigfoot may be a possible descendant of Esau. Secondly, we'll take a look at any possible association of Bigfoot with the fallen ones that are presented in Genesis chapter 6. And lastly, we'll take a look at the uh, more generalized and contemporary theory that Bigfoot may be a part of a larger uh, paranormal conspiracy or deception, and even is perhaps affiliated with uh, UFO sightings in the general um, area where these um, Bigfoot sightings occur. So it's going to be a very fascinating show, and you guys don't want to miss it. We'll be right back. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. So when it comes to the subject of Bigfoot, I must admit that I've always kind of been a a fan of the Bigfoot um, theory for a long time, at least since I was a kid, and I'm I'm a huge Unsolved Mysteries fan, so I love the current um, Netflix reboot of the show, and I also, of course, love the original with the legendary uh, Robert Stack, and when I saw the um, episode and the segment on Bigfoot, I, I just became fascinated by what our world may very well still conceal that we haven't even began to scratch the surface yet in terms of discovering and analyzing um, what our world has to offer. So, but ever since that general um, 
episode of Unsolved Mysteries that I came across that I just seemed to be fascinated by for all these years, I always wondered what the Bible had to possibly say about such creatures as Bigfoot and other um, paranormal anomalies, but some of the discussion centers around the possibility that creatures such as Sasquatch or Bigfoot may very well be a possible descendant of the line of Esau. Now, to those of you who may not uh, be aware, um, Esau, of course, is the same Esau as in the legendary rivalry between uh, Jacob and Esau, primarily over the, the, the coveted birthright or the blessing of God as it would eventually become over their lives of whoever partook of it. And as you guys may know the general story, if memory serves me correct, that basically Esau was hungry and he actually had the birthright. Now, Esau was described as a very hairy individual and a man of the outdoors. He was known for being a hunter. So when he's comes back, he's hungry, and Jacob already has basically a bowl of soup that um, Esau coveted. Now, what basically led to Esau's downfall or the lack of God's blessing on his life is um, the fact that he ended up giving in and giving up his birthright to Jacob for that bowl of soup, that bowl of food. He was very hungry, so that's just a Cliff Notes version of the uh, story, but I encourage you to um, check it out for yourselves in the scriptures. But basically, a major reason why he why Bigfoot is associated with Esau is primarily because of Esau's uh, description of being a man of the outdoors and being an expert hunter and having um, a, having a description of being uh, muscular and hairy. So it's it's an interesting theory, but however, I don't think it's a necessary a necessarily valid theory for a couple reasons. Uh, first of all, with most contemporary sightings of Bigfoot, what we generally see is a uh, description of a an early or a primitive hominid creature that displays um, behavior that's more reminiscent of a, an ape-like creature or something to that effect. Um, so it doesn't necessarily, the Bigfoot creatures do not necessarily display any human qualities except the fact that they walk bipedally, meaning that they walk on two feet, whereas an ape walks on, you know, all, you know, his arms and legs alike. But in the Bible, Esau is clearly, um, we see clearly um, characteristics of what it means to be human, and he, not to mention he's an expert hunter with um, 
you know, whatever the weapons of the day could be, such as a possible sling, a bow and arrow, whatever the case would be, you name it. He knew how to use weapons to bring home uh, food, and not to mention, he was capable of speech, which kind of leads to an expansion on the first point, but really, could st- the second point could stand alone on its own, but... In every uh, Bigfoot sighting, we don't have any evidence of any intelligent speech. We only get possible recordings of um, roars that could come from this creature or other such natural sounds. And so as far as the theory of Bigfoot being a descendant of Esau, I do not um, give that theory, um, any, uh, credence, um, I just don't think it holds up, because Esau, of course, was human, whereas Bigfoot is traditionally not described as a human in any form, more or less a primitive ape creature, so it's, as interesting as it is, it just doesn't hold any weight, but in the next segment of the show, we're actually going to be addressing the possible connection of Bigfoot with the Fallen Ones or the Nephilim from Genesis chapter 6. So that's going to be a really interesting discussion. You don't want to miss it. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everyone. So in this part of the show, we're going to be discussing the theory of any possible associations of Bigfoot or Sasquatch with the Fallen Ones in Genesis chapter 6. So, what's rather interesting is that the the group of individuals known as the Nephilim or the Fallen Ones, they're going to be considered a larger part of our discussion as we walk into the world of the paranormal to address how we should respond to certain phenomena as Christians. In particular, we're really going to be examining the Nephilim in our discussion on UFOs and extraterrestrials. Now, I I am absolutely a huge fan of like UFO sightings and whatnot, but I don't um, personally espoused to a belief in extraterrestrials, but something uh, different may be at work as far as that goes, but that's going to be examined in a different show. But basically, the Nephilim are described as the men of renown and the heroes of old in Genesis chapter 6, and I figured I'd actually um, go ahead and bring up the, uh, the chapter for you, and we could kind of read what the scriptures says uh, for ourselves. And I'm going to be reading from the uh, Christian uh, Standard Bible uh, translation. Beginning at Genesis chapter 6, we, well, reading from Genesis chapter 6, beginning at verse 1, it says the following, When man came began to multiply on the earth and daughters were born to them the sons of God saw that the daughters of mankind were beautiful and they took any they chose as wives for themselves now the term sons of God that's another um, category of debate that we'll be examining in uh, future episodes but for the sake of the matter we'll just continue on 
And the Lord said, My spirit will not remain with mankind forever because they are corrupt. Their days will be a hundred and twenty years. The Nephilim were on the earth both in those days and afterward when the sons of God came to the daughters of mankind who bore children to them. They were the powerful men of old, the famous men. And some translations with that particular last sentence of the uh, scripture, um, use uh, different terms for that, but I always like how the Christian Standard Bible reads, but then it, continuing on, in, of course, in verse 5, it says, When the Lord saw that human wickedness was widespread on the earth and that every inclination of the human mind was nothing but evil all the time, the Lord regretted that he had made man on the earth and he was deeply grieved. Then the Lord said, I will wipe mankind whom I created off the face of the earth together with the animals, creatures that crawl, and birds of the sky, for I regret that I made them. Noah, however, found favor with the Lord. So that's the general account of where the the narrative of the Nephilim comes from, but so there's been uh, stories propagated on the internet of um, apparent fossils of giants being found and covered up by the Smithsonian and different stories like that, but uh, such theories have been debunked by conventional uh, fact-checking websites, generally speaking, but the concept of giants, I must admit, I've always found fascinating. You know, we, we see various tales of from folklore and other um, cultures where uh, giants were described and, uh, and we might, may find them in um, medieval mythology and other uh, such narratives, but I mean, is there any association possibly of Bigfoot with these fallen ones? Well, I must say, I do have an open mind, and I say there could very well be a distinct possibility that Bigfoot could be a descendant of the so-called um, fallen ones. Now, however, there's a couple of things we need to point out with the theory, maybe only one in particular, but I would say that based on the description that if there were um, giants in the Bible, which I believe that there very well possibly could have been, um, and like I said, that's a discussion for another day, but with the sightings of Bigfoot, the physical description, I would say there is definitely a possible correlation of evidence with being a descendant of the Nephilim with just being a giant in stature compared to the average height of man. Some giants have been described as being 8 to 10 feet tall, if not more, and um, Bigfoot has been alleged to be of such stature, which might lend quite a bit of credence to the theory, but however... When we look at the text in particular, um, they were the powerful men of old, the famous men. Um, kind of referencing the previous uh, segment of the show, um, Bigfoot usually is not described as a human individual. He's described usually as a, a an ape-like creature with human characteristics but with the text that's being described there indicates a human-like intelligence where um these beings could think 
uh, for themselves, like think critically and um, they had a conception of abstract thought and other things, but it's very um, interesting uh, as far as the theory goes. I mean, there's definitely some credibility that Bigfoot possibly could cor have some correlation with these beings, but I think it falls still a tad bit short in terms of the beings that are being described in the Bible versus uh, contemporary uh, sightings of Bigfoot. I can tell you one thing. Um, I, I actually was down in the Smoky Mountains um, about a couple weeks ago. Um, some friend, my wife and myself uh, joined some friends of ours. Basically, they're like family to us. And we went on a uh, an awesome vacation down to Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge in Tennessee. And... That was our first time my wife or myself had ever been there, but I actually got this really funny shirt printed that had a picture of Bigfoot on it, and it says, the hide-and-seek world champion, and I mean, it, it's so true, too. That's what makes it really funny. It's, it's ironic because we still don't have any physical um, evidence in terms of a body being found from any Bigfoot-like creatures or anything like that, so it makes uh, forensic analysis um, very difficult to see if there may be any further uh, correlation with Bigfoot being related possibly to the Nephilim from Genesis chapter 6. So it's an interesting theory, but we need a little bit more, in my opinion, to go on to make a more um, definitive connection. So it's an interesting theory, but we still need a little bit more to go by. But in the uh, next segment, we're going to be talking about the uh, larger uh, paranormal conspiracy theory of which Bigfoot is a part of, and then we're going to see if there what the uh, deal is with the Bigfoot and UFO connection. So that's probably going to be the most interesting aspect of the show. You don't want to miss it. We'll be right back. Alright everyone, welcome back to the table with our discussion on the world of Bigfoot and how we as Christians should respond accordingly. So, in this uh, next part of the program, we're actually going to be discussing the, the large overall general paranormal conspiracy theory involving Bigfoot and other such paranormal phenomena, and if there is even a Bigfoot and UFO connection. So, this theory, I must admit, was very interesting, but unfortunately, I think poor Sasquatch gets the short end of the stick i mean he you know poor bigfoot i mean who knows with the sightings that we see of bigfoot you know he's just going through the forest he's just walking around doing his own thing and you know he's just chilling out but you know what's the problem where we gotta you know say he's part of this big elaborate conspiracy theory to you know deceive the you know the church at large poor guy gets such a bad rap. I, I never had anything against Bigfoot. I always liked the guy. I always liked the theory, you know? I'd, I'd, if I ever got to meet Bigfoot in person, I'd, if he, um, if he's able to communicate any type of uh, language and such, I'd like to be able to maybe ask him a couple questions myself, but poor Bigfoot always gets such a bad rep, but, um, uh, there is actually a, an interesting article that I read, um, from the organization known as Right Wing uh, Watch that actually talked about um, 
a theory uh, from July, and this was an article from July 23rd, 2018, that there was a, uh, a theory of Bigfoot being a part of an, a paranormal conspiracy being carried out by Satan to deceive the church in the end times. Now, um, the central aspect of the theory is that we're, um, considered, um, that there's like a virtual reality perspective of in which we're being blinded by at least for any individual engaging or believing in some type of paranormal phenomena from bigfoot to ufos and ghost stories and different things of the like but i i find the theory um very interesting there's some degree of possible um deception to it but as far as you know bigfoot being a part of it i don't agree with that um it's just i hold bigfoot to just be a possible you know unidentified possible creature that science has yet to be able to examine but do i believe that there is a um campaign of deception being orchestrated by lucifer in these um last days yes i do agree with that 100 percent. but do i think that bigfoot is a part of that at this point i don't um lend any credence or credibility to the fact that um bigfoot would be a, a part of this phenomenon i mean like i said he's just a creature just going around just wanting to find something to eat or whatever maybe um maybe in a joking manner give you know get give somebody their 15 minutes of fame with being able to get what little footage that they might be able to get you know we haven't had much really to go by per se since the 1960s in terms of film footage but we've had plenty of good report uh recordings um of what could be bigfoot from uh various bigfoot hunters that have come forth to present uh such um evidence but I just don't see how Bigfoot plays into a large um, paranormal conspiracy to deceive the um, the American public and the church in the American church and the church at large across the world. So, um, but there's another larger theory that we might examine more in depth in a possible uh, future episode when we start our discussion on unidentified aerial phenomena, UAPs or um, UFOs, unidentified flying objects, but. In recent years, there's actually been a um, theory that Bigfoot sightings are actually um, in connection with UFOs. So this theory basically holds that Bigfoot is not a terrestrial creature, but may be of extraterrestrial origin. And this theory comes about because um, there was a... Um, a connection that was made, which I must find was quite eye-opening when I first uh, started reading some of the articles that served as sources to um, espouse this um, theory or phenomenon was that whenever a Bigfoot sighting took place there was also sightings of UFOs in the same geographic proximity around the same time frame. Now some have encounters have been described as um, orange uh, orbs that are flying around in the sky like uh, conventional sightings of lights in the night or something like that but i must say um this trend when it was uncovered opened my eyes it was actually very interesting but uh, you know they say that 
there's a popular saying that correlation does not necessarily mean causation. Um, I think it, even though there is a, an interesting connection between these two events, um, I don't necessarily agree that it holds any merit or weight in terms of any thinking that Bigfoot is an extraterrestrial creature. Um, I would... You know, it'd basically be like um, something like this. You know, say if somebody who spotted a Bigfoot, if there were various Bigfoot sightings and there was a correlation discovered that those who spotted Bigfoot were having um, ice cream cones, um, would we say that there's a, a connection between having ice cream and uh, Bigfoot sightings? Probably not, but, you know you know, humor me with uh, my uh, banter, if you will, but I would say that the uh, Bigfoot and UFO theory um, falls short as well, but there, it is important to note that there was a Huffington Post article that actually made, talked about some interesting encounters. Um, there was an occurrence in 1888 where, um, there was a, an encounter with Native Americans who described a narrative of, quotes, in quotes, um, three crazy bears that were that descended from the moon that was moving around in the night sky. So some would say that that might be a UFO encounter with um, Bigfoot-like creatures being um, beamed down from from these craft down to earth so that's one encounter and then about a, almost just shy of a hundred years later um there were in 1973 there were uh, various sightings um that might correlate bigfoot with um ufo phenomena but it's if you ever come across it it was an article from the uh, huffington post it was actually quite an interesting read but as far as um bigfoot being correlated with ufos even though there is an interesting uh, connection statistically i would say that it doesn't necessarily mean um causation in this case um so as interesting as these theories are there's a little bit um, lacking in terms of evidence to go by, but this this particular one, just because I'm a fan of UFOs and whatnot, it caught my eye, and I checked it out a little bit, but it doesn't necessarily um, hold weight, but I, um, in the next segment, we'll just have a few concluding words on the matter and where we should go as believers of, of Jesus Christ, so you don't want to miss it. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everyone, to the table. So, I hope you found today's episode of The Reconciled Mind very interesting. Um, I've always kind of been a fan of Bigfoot since I was a kid, ever since I watched that first Unsolved Mysteries episode. Uh, I'm always fascinated by shows like that. It, it's just such a cool show, and I always loved Robert Sack's voice, but... The question is, how should we as uh, Christians uh, address the matter at hand in terms of Bigfoot and other such paranormal phenomena? One thing I will definitely say is, um, Christ gives us a biblical mandate to always um, think critically about things that we see and hear. We must have a spirit of discernment to properly um, 
you know establish the matter of what is being addressed and secondly we must always make sure to put on the full armor of god as it so beautifully describes in ephesians chapter 6 so we we should always i believe as christ followers that we should have an open mind since we're talking about spiritual warfare but we must always think with a biblical mindset a biblical worldview in terms of our world around us if there's one thing that cannot be denied is that spiritual warfare is real it's a very real thing and we need to be as strong as we can possibly be in terms of being spiritual warriors for the kingdom of god so um now as far as bigfoot himself or herself um i would say I would say that Bigfoot is definitely a terrestrial creature, just meaning um, an Earth creature. And I would say that um, even though there has not been a body that has been found, which is another possible aspect for evidence for the virtual reality theory or the ufo connection um just with bigfoot traveling through different interdimensional portals and such i would say that it's a bit of a stretch i would say that based on the descriptions that we have of such creatures is that they display more primitive behavior and more characteristics that are that of standard ape-like creatures rather than um something else but um i've heard a lot of different um recordings of cries and roars that could be um related to bigfoot and there's a lot of interesting ones out there and i encourage you guys to check it out but i would say bigfoot is just possibly an undiscovered um type of terrestrial creature and our world is so awesome i love the world that god gave us to admire in terms of his creation and who's to say that we couldn't find an undiscovered species that's maybe just now coming to the surface and bigfoot just may be an undiscovered species of a type of animal or creature we don't know but god does and ultimately all things go back to the um all-knowing and foreknowledge of God. He knows all things and all and through Jesus all things consist. So as long as we have that as our perspective going forward as believers, I believe that we will have the right balance of an open mind but with a biblical worldview to uh, be effective witnesses for Christ in these um, last days before the rapture of the church. So I hope you guys really did find this as an awesome episode and with our uh, next episode that we'll do um i'm not sure when that will be posted but hopefully within the next couple of weeks or so i've just been busy doing a lot of ministry related stuff um i actually recently just became an ordained minister of the second rank uh through the church of god based out of cleveland tennessee so um god has been good there and i'm excited for what god has in store in terms of the future for my wife and myself but um just always think biblically that's the one thing i will encourage you to do and just always keep christ at the center of everything once again you guys have been an absolutely awesome audience and i can't wait to um come back to the table with you guys as we get ready to engage 
and more discussion in the world of the paranormal and how we should respond as Christ followers. So you don't want to miss the upcoming episodes. It's going to be awesome. You guys be wonderfully blessed in Christ and have a great one.